Welcome to the podcast. We talk about all the things that are hidden in the shadows. This is Isaac, and on this bonus episode, I am with Aaron from uh, Stratton Family Crystals. How you doing? Good. How are you? I'm excited to be here. Yeah. Uh, I've never talked to anyone that is involved in the crystal game, per se. The crystal game. (laughs) Well, there's a lot of us, and we all have different... uh, different viewpoints and that's one of the things about crystals that you know i thought when i jumped in it would be really cut and dry you know like oh do you have a crystal for this or is there a crystal for that but you know if you google crystals for anxiety you'll get maybe a hundred you know so there's no there's no um industry standard if that makes any sense so it's a lot of feeling out what works for you, a lot of finding out what experts you trust and researching. And yeah, it's really, really fascinating. So your main, I guess your job essentially is, is uh, the buying and selling of uh, crystals. Yes. And the how, buying and selling. how wide range do you sell? Like they're across the United States or even across the world? Mm, just the United States right now. Um, we have, we do conscious sourcing, so we don't, we just started in April, so we don't have crystals from everywhere. We don't have every crystal, um, because of the sourcing issues. We want to make sure that the energy is clean, that it didn't violate anyone's human rights, that the environment wasn't like, I mean, there is no such thing as like clean mining, you know, like even if you're digging yourself, you're disturbing something. Um, but, you know, we want to do a light impact um, when we can. And so, so yeah, we have crystals from select places and select suppliers that we trust. And then we're only really in the U.S. right now um, because international shipping is something that we haven't mastered yet. Mm. We're learning. We've only been around less than a year. That's good. Yeah, no, I think I heard about you guys around the time we started our podcast, which is the last year. Yeah. Um I never took too much stock and um sorry I lost my audio. Can you hear me? Yeah. I can barely hear you. What the heck happened? Hold on for a second. All right, say something. My mouth is full. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. I was drinking my hop water. All right. That was weird. Um, no, sorry. I was going to say, um, I was having Megan edit that spot out. Uh, I never took much to stock in crystals um, before I got into the paranormal, uh, even uh, paranormal investigating like myself. But um, with my ability that I've, I've talked about in other episodes and stuff like that, um, one investigation that I did now, Erica, she's our investigator that is um, in tune to the earth. She makes most of our bracelets and she makes them with crystals and different stones and stuff like that. And she made a couple and she gave me one. Um, and when I put it on, it did help. But the weird thing is that it would, ch- it would vibrate before my hand would charge the bracelet would. Really? Yeah. And when doing that, it, uh, I was like, 
it was like a forewarning to my ability at the same time. And then I saw the damage done to the crystals and stones on my wrist from taking entities off the plane, that energy flowing through my hands, passing through the crystals and breaking them. Wow. Yes, I do remember the story. I listened to one of your, your podcasts about the broken bracelet. What was the stone again? Uh, it was crystal uh, amethyst and um, what was he? The different other ones she had on there, uh, mostly clear, mostly clear stones. And then she had to go back and make me uh, a specialized bracelet for taking on this kind of damage, made of about turquoise, silver, and uh, uh, what was the other one? Uh, onyx. Wow! Yeah, sounds really uh yeah the turquoise are about the size of like um quarters they're they're very big that you put on oh there. wow that's big yeah uh but yeah that bracelet she made specifically for me from handling this kind of energy that i absorb on a on every time we go investigating and has it held up yeah there's a few scratches and dents into the bracelet it's got some whitening on the turquoise some white uh spots looks like it's been uh, chipped away in certain spots, but other from that, still it holds up. Oh. But yeah, um, have you? Uh, okay, I guess when it comes to the paranormal, how often do people buy crystals from you that are specifically for paranormal use? Um, usually not. I would say you guys are probably the first, <laughs> um, unless. You know, well, I guess people talk about spiritual protection. People come to us for black tourmaline, for obsidian, onyx, um, or not, sorry, not onyx, but onyx will work. Um, but jet, we've had jet before. Um, and I think they're mo- mainly for spiritual protection. Um, they're usually energy workers. They're protecting their own energy, but not necessarily from ghosts, not necessarily from paranormal entities. Um, so I think you guys are the first. Um, yeah. And so I was super excited to, uh, to look into this more because I love ghosts. I love the paranormal um, and investigating when I can. And, um, and I usually just like bring, I just have my, my black obsidian. And then you guys got me thinking like, what else is out there that could do it? So I did lots of research and, um, and there's like, there's so much, like you can use tiger's eye for protection. I didn't even realize that. I thought, you know, it's just like the basic black ones, onyx, tourmaline, um, anything dark, hematite for grounding. Because, you know, when you're investigating, you always want to be grounded because they can tell, like, you know, if you go in with weak energy, you know, they can feed off that or prey on that. And so anything that makes you feel grounded would be good. Um Either something that is grounding, like hematite, or just for you makes you feel grounded. So there's there's the two things. There's like the intrinsic properties, and then there's what me- is meaningful to you personally. Is it hematite so, or hematite? I say hematite. Okay. <laughs> but I don't know, there's also lots of pronunciation, so I don't know. I think it's hematite. I don't know. I just I I I say it like I read it. <laughs> yeah. Sounds fancier that way. And the reason why I asked about hematite is that I um 
picked up a piece of it before. Um, my sister-in-law, she has like a bunch of living stones. And when I had it in my right hand, it vibrated. I could feel the stone vi- vibrating in my right hand when I held it. Not so much my left. But then again, it's my most dark entities pass through my right hand. So that would explain why probably. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's why I wanted a hematite ring. If hematite or hematite uh, works that way with my ability, I was... I was hunting for a hematite ring, but I could never find a real one. All the ones that I find in metaphysical shops, they feel fake. They're they're made of plastic. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I could see that. And it it shouldn't either because hematite's really heavy. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm definitely going to look around. Once you said that, I was like, what? I want a hematite ring. (laughs) That would be awesome. Um, yeah, so for you, it could be, it could be that hematite is another, um, protective stone or just something that you're able to use. So it's, you know, it's not really something that you can Google sometimes, like sometimes it just has to do with trial and error for yourself. Um, so I was, I was talking to, um, Stephanie Burke, um, I had a psychic reading with her a few weeks ago. Um, she was on, um, oh, I love the show, Kindred Spirits in some of the first seasons. And I love her and follow her on Instagram. Um, she's work at Burke on Instagram. Um, but she said, I told her um, that I was coming on here and what would be good, obsidian, black tourmaline, or jet. And she said that you could do any of them, but it'll be up to personal preference. So some people, like their go-to will be jet, like get all that other stuff away from me and for me like nothing compares to obsidian so it's just you know personal vibes what about um uh that um amethyst not amethyst i'm sorry um it's a black stone starts with an a i can't remember the name of it uh agarine there is a black stone called agarine that is very much like black tourmaline and you totally could use it for protection. It's used to the repel witchcraft. I don't know. I was, um, I remember uh, Megan, I got a piece of it from, from you, I think from you guys. Um, yeah. Along with that white crystal that's supposed to, um, help, uh, spirits, uh, pass. Spirits release. Yes. Um, that was spirit courts. Uh, I was reading, um, an excerpt from one of Judy Hall's books. It was 101 powerful crystals. And it was talking about how spirit courts, helped release spirits so i was like i'm gonna send this to you guys and tell me like if it works (laughs) because that would be amazing um no i sent you guys um black tourmaline that was the the round it was black tourmaline and i sent you sodalite um that's a personal one for me that's protection from archangel michael but you're not going to find that in a book anywhere. That, that's just my my own thing. <laughs> um, 
Um, but yeah, I don't know about the the A crystal. I think it was tourmaline. I might have been mistaken in what I said. Yeah, the rounds. Yeah, were totally black tourmaline. They don't look like what you would think black tourmaline would look like. Yeah. They were those crazy rounded ones. Um, how many uh, paranormal experiences have you actually had? Well, so many, and they come in waves. Um, just this last October, we've lived here for several years, and I've lived here for three. Chip has lived here for like 10 years, and there was nothing going on in this house, like zero, until last October. And I had been like trying to rack my brain, like, what did we do? Did we get new furniture? Did we get a certain type of crystal? Like, what is going on? I was in the kitchen. And I swear to God, I saw Abby at the refrigerator getting water. Like plain as day. And I turned around, there's no one there. And so I freaked out. I was like, shit, she's asleep in bed. So I went into her room and she was thankfully there and breathing. And I was like, did she astral travel? Like, what? what is this? And it happened twice. Um, so I don't know if it was just like my brain, like, seeing someone there and assuming it was her because that's what I expected or if it was a ghost and not her. Um, but that happened twice in October. And then, um, God, like a month ago I woke up and the first thing I saw standing next to my bed was a little girl, like six years old, not very tall. Um, like typical, um, cliche ghost experience and everyone's like oh yes I woke up and they were standing by the bed and I'm always like right but like legit she was like sitting next to the bed but it was so fast that it didn't scare me or anything it wasn't like it was just like huh that was weird um so we've had weird things happening I saw someone in the yard like in my mind's eye just like watching Abby do a school project and that was freaking creepy sorry we let's say the f word yeah this is you know, oh fine. good. <laughs> I say it all the time because <laughs> it was it was fucking creepy. Like I I looked at it, I was just checking on her, and then as soon as I turned around in my mind's eye, I saw this dude. Like he was dressed in like eighties clothes. He looked like it like my dad when he was my age, but like in the eighties. So like eighties dad, like uh, you know those weird like like windbreakers that were like really hideous and like. You know, the e- 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 the the weird material. Yeah. And I was like, what is old dad doing doing in the yard? And so it was weird. There's been weird stuff going on. Things moving, the TV turning on by itself, like but that's only since October. And really for me it hadn't happened for several years like before that. But I have weird stuff all the time. I have prophetic dreams that like come true. But they're not useful in any way. So, like, I'll be walking down the street and be like, hey, there's the dog from my dream last night. Like, that's not useful. Like, hmm. um, is there a, f- a bugs in this room that you're in? Bugs? Yeah. No. Okay. You mean like, I'm so paranoid. I'm like, you mean like government bugs? No, no, no. no, no. <laughs> like, like insects? Yeah. No, there's no insects. I say see. that uh, it's because I saw it looked like possibly something flying on the I guess the, your rear right shoulder near the boxes, and then something over here on the left. But it possibly could be orbs. I don't know. 
<laughs> that'd be so cool because like not just because it would be cool but because i had a psychic reading earlier today um and she said because i was like oh my god i'm going on this podcast that i super love and is it gonna go okay and she's like yeah it's gonna be great but there's gonna be ghosts flying around you like i don't know what it means but i see them like circling you and i was like oh that's kind of weird but then you say that i was like what she could yeah. be right it was flying around i guess the boxes on the left and on the, over here on the right uh, those white crystals that are up there on that on that shelf. Oh, over here. Yeah. I see there. There is a little flying something over there. So maybe okay. it's not. Just making sure. Uh, I I always tell people this, and you probably heard in other bonus episode interviews uh, that whatever spirits on your side can travel to mine, and vice versa. But there was an episode of Ghost Adventures where they totally proved that. So I do remember that. Yeah. Now, the first thing you told me about about seeing your daughter, that sounds like a doppelganger. Um, the German ghost. Really? Yeah. Doppelgangers usually copy uh, people and appear as them. And they said, if you see your doppelganger, you could die. That's the uh, urban legend behind it. Um, <laughs> so see, you've seen your daughter. Because actually, my wife has had a doppelganger before. Um, in her old house uh, back in Spring Branch, Texas, uh, her sister saw her walk into her bedroom at the end of the hall, and then Megan came up behind her and said, hey, what are you doing? And she freaked out because like, I just saw you go into the room. It's like, no, I didn't. I'm right here. And then they went to the room, and there's nobody in there. And there's no way of getting out of the room either. So that, that sounds like a doppelganger to me. That just made me nauseous. <laughs> oh God. I don't say that. I'm glad she was asleep. Yeah. Uh. Well, I, let's hope not. I guess I'll have to research how to get rid of a doppelganger. Well, I mean, you get enough protection in the house that they might have come and gone. That's why you probably have a lot of different spirits that are coming and going. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, and you know what I've wondered, too, is because we have the property um, gridded out in um, granite. It's um, San Francisco curbstone granite that was mined from Yosemite. And so I wonder, like, what kind of energy that's bringing in? Like, does it make us into, like, a beacon? Or it's also gridded out in obsidian. So we're, like, like a two tons of obsidian boulders, like, on all the corners of the property. But also these big granite, like, almost obelisk-type things. Like... Are we messing in things that mustn't be messed with? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, like I said, I just got into like used to using crystals and in, uh, investigation and stuff like that, and learning the properties that they have when it comes to protection and helping. Now, I remember you messaged Megan a while ago about uh, possibly having a crystal or something that I can use for my left hand with powering it, in a sense, powering my ability, uh, magnifying it. Um, yes. Was it Moldavite? I don't remember what she said. <laughs> um, I'd have to look back at the message, but I probably meant Moldavite. If you were brave, I, I would never prescribe Moldavite to someone because like it's, it's a total amplifier. It can mess with your energy. I keep mine in the garage. Um, like it will used to be in the back room 
And then Stephanie Burke was like, get it out of the house like now. And so I put it in the garage and things have been like a little bit mellower. Um, but it amplifies. Like, so I was wondering, like, if you held Moldavite in your other hand, would it amplify all the good? Because it definitely does. And then you could kind of like channel through. And, but if you had Moldavite on the scene, like, like anyone could use it. Like it's going to affect whoever you're with. So you'd have to have like everyone's permission. It's going to like affect any entity that's there. I would think this is all just my theories. I've never read about Moldavite and ghosts. This is just like what I think is probably, um, but yeah, they could use that power possibly to communicate. Like, it's like, what if you took a bunch of Moldavite and like stuck it all on like a spirit box or like something? And would they be able to use that energy to communicate? I wonder. Very interesting. And I probably would need to get some now for her investigation. Um <laughs> But you said it would amplify my left-hand ability, absorbing human spirits and stuff like that. And I was like thinking to myself, I usually don't take human spirits off the plane. I take dark entities off the plane. So I would need something that could power my right hand more than anything, averse of taking dark entities off the plane. So essentially something that would absorb or repel dark energy is what I would need. Something strong that would work like Moldavite, but on the opposite end that would repel or absorb dark energy altogether. Well, Moldavite, it, it doesn't pick. It'll amplify anything, ah. which is, is what they say. It's, it's what the kids say. Um, so if, if you're in a terrible mood, it'll amplify that. If you're anxious, it'll amplify that. If you're in a great mood, it'll amplify that. So, so it just, you know, it's like some crystal speed. <laughs> totally experimental. That's what I'm saying. Like, I'm not prescribing it. I am just curious AF if that would actually, like, work. If you want to be, like, a test subject for this. Well, I mean, I, I could try it. Um, it wouldn't hurt to try to see if I could actually use it to amplify, uh, like wear it on me and amplify my abilities when we're investigating a place mm-hmm. that would have dark entities that I need to take off the plane. Um, well, if you're brave enough to try it, I will send you some. Yeah. Dan, some hematite. And some hematite. Yeah. I feel like it's a tomato tomato thing. <laughs> right? Would they cancel each other out? I mean... No, no, no. But the pronunciation. I feel like it's a tomato-tomato thing. Hematite, hematite. Oh, yeah. <laughs> hematite, hematite. Moldavite, moldavite. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm writing a note. I'm going to send you some. Consider it done. Now, obsidian and and jet, uh, you said work well with repelling dark entities, or at least dark energy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're protective stones. Is there a jet difference? is. Sorry, what? Is there a difference between them? Um, it would be personal choice on which one worked better for you, but there is a difference structurally. Obsidian is a volcanic glass. Um, and jet is um, basically coal. Um, so it's it's a tree that has turned into coal 
and basically the coal has turned into a crystal. They're really they're really light. They're like eerily light. Um, yeah, they're cool. Mm-hmm. So that's all personal choice. Now, I, I was trying to think of a way I could wear um, the mobite on my hand without having actually to hold it. But then if I could just wear it on my person, then it probably would work the same. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. I don't make rings. I mean, I could, but it would not be pretty. I would not uh, feel super happy about sending you a homemade Moldavite ring. There are beautiful ones out there though, but I, I can wire wrap it so that you can wear it. No, I, I would probably just put it in a pocket. <laughs> yeah, um, that yeah. works too. But it's funny is that when I originally talked about with the team about my ability and what I could do to amplify it, I thought of wearing protection armor, essentially, uh, which I typically do in all the different bracelets I wear with all the different stones that have on it. Um, and including also a uh, St. Benedict bracelet, medall- uh, medallion bracelet, which St. Benedict was the patron saint of exorcists. Um, and also a, uh, a crucifix bracelet my grandmother made me. Um, it's been blessed. So I not only got three crystal bracelets, the, the St. Benedict's st- uh, medallion bracelet and the crucifix bracelet is armor on my right arm, essentially. Wow. Cause the damage I've taken in the past from different entities. Yeah, I need it. But it's funny enough. We originally talked about, um, some kind of gauntlet, essentially not an infinity gauntlet, but after, <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, that would be amazing! But after talking about putting different stones in, like wearing it to amplify my ability or protect me, it almost sounds like I'm going to need an a affinity gauntlet of some kind, mm-hmm. uh, something a kind of gauntlet that I can put different stones in, like maybe moldavite, hematite, uh, uh, turquoise, and uh, maybe another stone whatsoever that help pull and control and absorb this energy uh, better than just doing it uh, basically with no glove on, essentially. <laughs> yeah. yeah that would be really cool you know the first, the first thing that came to mind and this reference may mean nothing to you because I think I'm probably a little older than you but do you remember like from the 80s like there were these bracelets that had like these little pop things like like it was like a like a dome and you would like press it and the little things inside would like pop I was born in you know? 1987 <laughs> okay so maybe not you could fill it with crystals and just pop it. Never mind. Wrong generation. <laughs> but I'm pleased. So. Now, I don't know how much you said you, said you don't usually sell to anyone that usually uses it for paranormal reasons. Um, but I think after this, you most likely will. Uh, I, <laughs> some people are going to try to reach out to you. Um. And are those only the handful of paranormal experiences you have? Um, no, I've had lots of things. Um, I have, I have a prophetic dream anytime one of my animals is going to die, um, which is really shitty because you know you wake up in the morning and and you already know that like one of your animals is dead. That's kind of crappy. I don't know what that has to do with ghosts, but it's still not normal. Um, and let's see, when I was doing a lot of paranormal investigating maybe like seven eight years ago um my tv in my room would turn on by itself all the time like i would wake up in the middle of the night because it was this really annoying like samsung tv and every time it turned on it would go bong 
And so I would wake up in the middle of the night all the freaking time to this like, bong, like terrible noise. And I would have to like turn it off. Sometimes it would turn on a movie. And I'd be like, no, we're not watching the other guys. We're going to sleep. Um, yeah. That happened a lot. I think I just remember something <laughs> you remind me of is that, um, like I said before at the beginning, I didn't take much stock in the crystals and their abilities and stuff like that. And I know a lot of people out there right now think of crystals and that kind of whole thing is, oh, it's like, you know, it's Sue, Sue, Sue science and it's just for, you know, uh, placebo effects for some people and stuff like that. Um, but I'm finding out that they do have a lot of properties that can help people. Now, some people overdo it and say, oh, this crystal helped me get my life back together. You know, other, you know, stuff like that. Um, do you find it that when you, certain stones are used for certain things or certain environment, or certain environments, but certain purpose that they have more power in that property? Mm-hmm. So basically, what are the super legit ones we can count on? Yeah, I guess. Um, for me, and I, it always goes back to obsidian. Like, that's like the most legitest one that I would never do without. Um, other than that, it's... And you know what? I see why people think like, oh, it's like super woo-woo and this and that is because... Crystals, they bridge so many different types of uses in people and spiritualities. So, like, I mean, it's really hard to say. It's all, like, you know, I usually use them. I don't use them for crystal healing because I'm not a crystal healer, which most of the time people think I am just because I sell crystals and most of my clients are. Um, but I'm not. Um, I'm just a super crystal enthusiast. Chip is, like, a super down-to-earth guy who's, you know, he, like kind of is is into like open-minded to all the spiritual properties but he just likes the geology of it um and has his ones that are really special to him he has like a really insane reaction to citrine he had a citrine sphere one time that he had to keep back here in the shop and not like up with our regular crystals because it just like it vibrated like he could just like feel it like the energy of it he couldn't like be near it like he got it for himself but he couldn't be near it so he ended up selling it um so i mean it's so individual i mean for me it's all like the go-tos are the grounding ones you know the dark colored the black the red the brown those i would say are pretty standard and solid like across the board and the other ones i mean i mean if you look up like does X crystal solve this problem. You will be able to find something that says it does. <laughs> I, I swear yeah. I've done it. I've gotten super cynical at times. I've been like, I wonder if amethyst will also cure my spleen and then I'll Google it. I'm sure enough. Somebody says it does. So it's like, yeah, it's, it's a, it's an unregulated field, which makes it frustrating for a lot of people and interesting. If you like, uh, just seeing how people like to use things and react to things. And we have clients that swear by crystals for their, for their physical healing. And I would never prescribe it for that because I would have no idea if it will work for them or if it's healthy for me to say that, that they should do that. Um, But I'll support them if that's what they want. 
And yeah. there's plenty of our, our clients that say that it does. So, and whether it's placebo or not, I mean, who's to say, and does it matter? Now, is there a stone out there that can help you connect to the earth better in a sense? Like if you wanted to feel the earth more, um, is there a stone that would help that connection? For that, you would want the most grounding stone. And unfortunately, we're back to obsidian, black tourmaline, <laughs> jet. And for me, obsidian and for me, for grounding to the earth, obsidian over the others, because it's what happens when all four elements come together. In obsidian, you have earth, obviously, that caught on fire, flew through the air, which is what creates all of like the bubbles and colors, and crashed into water at such a a pace that it cooled so rapidly that it turned into obsidian. So for me, it's like, I have it right here. It's like my holy, holy, super grounding to the earth crystal. It's not even a crystal. It's a glass. But... The reason, the reason, reason I ask is the um, main reason I ask is the second part to my ability is the uh, I can put my hand to the earth uh, and send a pulse out is the way I describe it that goes out however how far radius my mental mind can picture. <clears throat> Excuse me, and then I can pull all the dark energy or dark entities in that radius into my hand. And basically pull it from an area, a house, um, a ranch, uh, an area of space. doesn't matter what that it is. How long does I have the connection to the base of it? I can do that. That's why I asked about like stone would be great for making that connection stronger. For that, and this isn't anything I picked up in a book or online or anything, I'd say petrified wood. Like, because I was thinking for that, I wouldn't even go crystal. I'd go wood. But... Petrified wood would be even better. You know what's funny? Um, there's this case that we did a couple of weeks ago that they found a piece of it looked like a rock. One of the investigators found it a rock and they brought it brought it back, which big no no, but then again, whatever. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but we found out it's petrified wood, um, but it looked like a stone. I guess it's been so over time, whatever. But when I held it in my hand, my right hand, mind you, it gave me a headache. Oh, shit. Yeah, around, I guess, the third eye area, the front or lobe, of you would say. Mm-hmm. And it gave me a headache, and I had to put it down. Um, so I don't know if I would is 100%, but that might have carried bad properties to it. Maybe that's why it gave me a headache. I don't know. Yeah, it could be. You could try. Um, you could try it again, maybe with a smaller piece. Maybe you could um, cleanse it in running water or in smoke, uh, sunlight or moonlight, and try it again. Um, or if petrified wood is too strong, then I'd go with a, like a piece of wood. Hmm. Yeah, I definitely yeah. have to look into that. Weird. I know I, I couldn't explain it. I couldn't explain why. Why does this give me a headache? I don't. I don't know. 
Um, I just maybe chalked it up to maybe there was, it was holding something dark in it. But after learning uh, the place that we're investigating, it made sense. So um, anyway, that's actually a case for a, a Pacific person. That's why I can't really ever talk about it. Uh, I think until after maybe we might get clearance to talk about it. But for now, it's just in the back. I want more details. <laughs> yeah. <than that. laughs> uh, yeah. But yeah, I want to definitely try out that. The, the, we call it the, the, the Molotov. Relative? Moldavite. 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 I, 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 I was Voldemort, but Moldavite. Voldemort. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. If Voldemort was a crystal, he'd be Moldavite. <laughs> <laughs> but Moldavite, Moldavite is not bad or good. It's just extra. Amplifier. Yeah. Yeah. It's just very extra. Hmm. No, I was gonna. I was gonna ask, but you, the, when you in paranormal investigated, um, did you work with uh, any psychics? No, I did not. Yeah, any. That would be fun, though. Yeah, the reason I ask is, um, I try to ask everyone that I talk to uh, if they heard about anyone that reflects any kind of resemblance to my abilities. Um, and so far, I'm O for everything. I've never heard of anyone with your abilities before. Yeah. Ever. Now, somebody said something close to it, and they considered chaos working. But how they described it, it technically could be, but not to the extent of what I do. It's almost what like it's, it's a transfer of energy. If you take energy from one place and then put it somewhere else. But you have to, it's not like you, you carry it or something. Um, I take it from the plane, absorb it, then expel it out over a period of time to back to mm-hmm. neutral energy, whether it was good or bad. Mm-hmm. That indication alone separates me from any chaos worker ever. Yeah. Yeah. What's that like? What? The sensation. Like, what is that? What? What? Is, yeah, the sensation. Like, what is that like? Like, I imagine you just like you're absorbing all this, and then over time, you're just like emitting it. Like, do you feel it? Are you like waiting for it to finally be gone? Like, what is that like for you? Okay, um, the sensation I feel in my hand, I call it charging, is when I get the sensation that an entity is near, and it feels like that when your hand is numb. You get that that feeling in your hand that the, the, the pricklies and the tip of your fingers oh, yeah. and the rest of your hand. That sensation is running through my hand, and it kind of starts starts in the middle of the palm. And as I get closer to whatever it is, it spreads out through my entire hand and it feels more heavy. And then I can find it. And when I pull it off, it the material it feels like when I absorb it in feels like smoke. Is the best way I describe it? How smoke feels when you put your hand through it. Um, it's air essentially, but you can still feel the texture of it. And that's what it, it feels like. Those are regular entities. Those are regular low level um, demons if they, if they are. Um, but when I, there's a couple of times that I absorbed sand and I say sand because of how coarse and thick it felt. It was still tangible. Like I put my hands through it, but it still had, had, had more thickness and more coarseness than smoke. Um, only a couple of times I ever absorbed a sand entity, um, I call it. 
But yeah, it, that the couple of times I absorbed the sane entities, it caused me amount of pain in my arm. Uh, I felt like my entire arms, uh, my forearm felt extremely sore. My bicep felt like I, I did like a thousand curls. Um, but yeah, only a couple of times I ever dealt with any sand level entities. The energy when I pull from the earth, depending on the extremity, can come off as sand just because there's so much of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but the ex- explanation, uh, well, when I get rid of it, the energy, um, ever get a chill up your spine? You get that <laughs> feeling? Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's what it feels like when it leaves me. Um, and when it leaves me, it can be triggered by either water or white noise. Or it just naturally goes out on its own. Um, but yeah, when I get that chill sensation, I basically like leave, leave like breath out of my mouth, like, oh, and I can feel that air escaping. Oh my God, just give me chills. <laughs> yeah, and I can feel that energy leave me. Um, and I've seen it on once, oh, a couple of times in my third eye. Um, and it basically looks like neutral energy, just clear air, basically, just clear energy is leaving me. Yeah. It was really creepy sound. Oh. <laughs> didn't try to, sorry. Uh. <laughs> Reminds me of my niece was over the other day and she is uh she's two. And um my brother said that she'd been like talking to like people that weren't there and like, you know, point to the corner and saying, No, go away and, and like she's not a talker, so the fact that she like was talking to people that aren't there was like freaking him out because he's not He's not a ghost guy. So he's like, something's going on weird. And so I was excited to have her over. Um, and I took her into the herb garden, not even to see like pet cemetery, just because we were walking in the herb garden. And she points to this unmarked chicken grave because we love our chickens dearly and we bury them instead of eating them. Um, and she points to it and she goes, sleeping, sleeping. What the hell? And it was so creepy. I was like, no. Oh, my God. And I pointed to the ground. I'm like, what is that? What is that? And she goes, caca, caca, which is what she says to her chickens at home. Oh, my God. I have chills right now. I'm like, I love kids. (laughs) They're so freaking fun. I'm like, I want to see dead things underground. Lucky. (laughs) Now, what I've, uh, how old did you say she was? It's two, like yeah. two and a half. Uh, what I've learned with kids, especially with my son, um, well, me being me and my wife being who she is, is a high probability chance that he's going to carry on some kind of psychic ability. But that's mm-hmm. just because, you know, two powerful psychics combined together probably will create even more. But mm-hmm. what I've learned about kids is that they have somewhat connection to the other side for a period of time. And it kind of dwindles out as age goes on. I think around the age of four or five, it starts they stop getting they start getting away from it but one or two year olds still have a connection to the other side and that's why they have more ability to see um anybody that's there it scares the crap out of you know first you know new parents and stuff like that when their kid starts talking to something that's not there <laughs> yep i sent her home with crystals <laughs> <laughs> my brother was like i was like can i send you with crystals because he's so not a crystal guy he's like oh uh, yeah yeah i'll take them i'll take them <laughs> Like, okay, because that would make me feel better. Um, but yeah, Abby was the same way. Um, I think around five, six is when she start, stopped having those those kind of experiences. But it's so cool because they're so wide open and 
you know, they just like pull thoughts right out of your head or just like out of the air and they see stuff that you don't see, you know, all this weird stuff. Now, when I am the whole third eye thing and seeing through it and all that, uh, again, something I never took stock in until I joined a paranormal team that I'm part of. Um, and actually even focusing on trying to see through it. Now I kind of can, um, but to me, everything looks like shadow black and white. Um, and I've seen what it looks like when I take these dark entities off the plane and it is not pleasant. Um, imagine seeing a shadow figure, right? Maybe it's got some details to it. Maybe he's, he's got a facial structure, maybe wearing a jacket or something. And then when I pull, imagine the shadow essence of it being ripped off and torn apart from it being funneled essentially into my hand. And what's left behind is a blank mannequin of what was. And as it disappears back into whatever dimension it comes from, um, that's what happens. And this is how I interpret it, how I've seen it. But um, one of our possibly new, members of the team she has innate ability to see um i guess her psychic ability relies in, in sight in her mind but she can also paint it um sometimes she'll paint something that she gets a vision of and later on we find out that that's related to something that we have just investigated even though she painted this painting months ago oh, wow um, yeah so i explained this to her my ability and explain how it works. And she said, you know, I just got a picture of how it looks to me. You mind if I paint this and I show you to it. Right. It's like, yeah, it's fine. It's fine. And she painted it and she, she sent it to me, the picture that she painted. Yeah. That kind of, this is and how that I, was exactly what you see. Not a hundred percent, but it's her interpretation, but it's pretty close. Um, I probably would probably tell Megan probably to share the painting. We've got to ask uh, Elsa is her name. Um, if we can post it. Uh, on our Instagram, just because get people somewhat a visualization of what what goes through, I guess. But mm-hmm. the painting essentially is almost looks like a skeletal hand, but that's the hand like you're seeing a hand through an X-ray, and uh-huh. the energy from one point entity is being pulled in my direction of my of my where the hand is, and you can mm-hmm. see how the visualization and the colors work together. Um, but yeah, hopefully we can share wow. that so people can at least get a somewhat of a glimpse of what it kind of looks like. So do you think that you're releasing spirits that are, are stuck here? Is that, is that what's going on? No, uh, no. <laughs> no. Well, no, I'm just thinking like if you're taking darkness away and then you see something fading, like back into like whatever realm. I, I was just wondering. Well, that goes with the theory that where do ghosts come from? I mean, where, where are they? Normally, uh, my theory is about the fourth dimension, um, which is time. Time is essentially the fourth dimension, fifth dimension, in my theory, is where God is or any God entity level is. Uh, fourth dimension is time, where time doesn't exist or doesn't work the way that we see it on the third. And time in space. So that's why ghosts can travel in and out of anywhere. Um, that's why time to them seems endless, but doesn't happen. It can seem long or it doesn't, it doesn't long at all. Um, so basically when I take something off the plane, I'm taking their energy that they have created to be here 
to make noises. Oh, to get here. You're taking their bus ticket. There you go. Uh, the energy that they create or absorb to make noise, to talk, to move objects, that energy to be on our plane, as you say, on the third dimension, I take it away and basically force them to start over um, back from point A with energy taking. That's why I don't like taking my left hand, which is humans and excuse me, people, uh, because I don't want to do that to someone that's trying to be here. Um, a dark entity I don't care for. And that's why I take them off just because the ones I've dealt with in the past, some have literally tried and bully people, uh, other spirits into being quiet or being stuck at a certain place. Maybe a, a person can't leave because this dark entity has forced them to stay by me taking that dark entity off the plane and taking away its power and ability that human spirit can pass or cross over. If they want to, if they yeah, want to, yeah, totally. You're so brave. He's <laughs> like, when you say things like yes, and then I suck the dark energy into my hand, I'm like, um, no, no, well, thank what, you. Yeah. I, I would say this is almost like a weapon in a sense, which makes me valuable yeah. to paranormal, my paranormal team, but any yeah, paranormal for team. Sure. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it creates a sense of no fear because if something would to hurt me, I can take it off before it could. So I'm not dealing with anything that could hurt me. And that's what most, most people's fears are with paranormal investigating. Oh, it's going to touch me or it's going to grab me. Or it's going to scratch me, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. No, I don't got that because I take away the energy that they would use to do that. So all you have left over is possibly seeing something that's out of my range. Um, I think we talked about this in a haunted update. I actually got to see a dark, uh, not sorry, a dark entity, but a shadow figure um, at the end of a hall or at the end of a room. Basically, I was in one room. I can see directly across the hall into the other room mm-hmm. uh, in the library. So they're pretty big rooms. But the entity had its arms up like this and its head tilted while it was looking at me. Oh, yeah. It was kind of hunched over, almost like uh, how. Um, uh, it looked like in uh, the new movie, how his little, his crazy dance he did minus the leg kicking. Um, but that's how I described it. He almost looked like a mannequin on strings with his head tilted looking at me. That's creepy. Yeah. <laughs> it was too far away. <laughs> too far away for me to grab. So yeah, that's probably why. Wow. Yeah. That's fascinating. Yeah. But yeah, I, I wanted to, uh, just bring you on because main reason is that um, I haven't talked to anybody when it comes to crystals and stuff like that. Now, granted, you're not a, oh, we call it a, a healer when it comes to it, you know, but you do know the properties behind them and how they work. I do. Yeah. And when I don't, I have books. I have my references. <laughs> how do you even get into it? Um, just from loving crystals in general. Um, I was a massage therapist and um, it, it seems like massage therapy is just like a gateway to all the things that are woo. Like, you know, you start with massage and essential oils and soon you've got crystals and spirits and psychics and like all the woo kind. So I guess that's where it started. Um, just in massage school. My teacher was a, an old hippie, like old from back in the day like um, studied with people who knew, who knew Edgar Casey, 
And so she was just like super into all the things. And she'd be like, here's some love courts for some self-love and here's this. And, and um, then I learned that um, obsidian, which we obviously know is my favorite, um, actually had some other meaning besides the fact that I already, what I already knew just, just um, like as my own, what I thought was like superstition um, and just like growing and learning about it, just like with the people you hang out with and the stuff you consume. And, and then I met Chip and he was super into crystals and, and rocks. And we went rock hounding a lot and looking for jaspers and jade and stuff in our area for fun. And uh, when we, de- when we decided that we just wanted more and more crystals, we're like, well, we should just open a business and sell them and then we can have all the crystals. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> yeah, that's what we do now. Mm. Is your full time job? Mm-hmm. Awesome. Yeah, I wish the uh, the podcast was successful enough that I can just start doing that all the time. Well, it will be. Yeah. Will <laughs> be. You need some citrine. Citrine right here. This is for all the success and abundance and awesomeness. What's That's like the, one of. That? I said, "What's like the basic crystal? Is that the basic crystal?" abundance happiness money Mm. um and i did a um a meditation with my citrine probably like a year ago and ghosts came up with that one too um but i haven't been able to find any reference for that being meaningful to anyone else but me but i just thought that was kind of weird um but yeah it's a good basic one i don't i am I always have my, this is my business citrine. I always have it next to me when I'm um, like doing like invoicing or like businessy things. And uh, that's kind of one of those baseline ones. Rose quartz is a good baseline one for self-love, for friendship. Um, It's a good gift crystal. Yeah, those are the ones I crack all the time. Rose quartz? No, no, no. no. Uh, the the, citr- that's so too. The citrine crystal. Oh, you crack it all the time? <laughs> yeah. It's, it's part of one of your bracelets? I have uh, it's one on top and one on bottom. They're like really tiny. Um, attached to each side of the bracelet. And I, whether which one's on top or bottom um, is the energy it takes, which is weird. Uh, but I've cracked them and they've gotten foggy. Really? Yeah. Foggy? Yeah. Like they were clear, now they're foggy. I can't, I can't think of any reason that would ever, ever happen. Like, <laughs> I, you know what? Unless, I mean, it could be like the heating process. Like, I know that if you're, if you're heating it, Obviously, your hands aren't going up to like a million degrees or whatever you have to do to heat citrine to change it color, but it could have something to do with the energy that you're working with changing the structure of the crystal. She, because that's how it becomes citrine is heat. So it is it is quartz, and then when it's heated in the earth, um, I forget. There's another mineral inside of the citrine that when that is heated. Um, it will change it color and it can have all sorts of 
you know, fogginess and things depending on what kind of heat it's getting. So that would make a lot of sense for the energy that you're encountering, Uh-oh. which is super bananas. It's super bananas. Can't believe I have this conversation with you. It's crazy. <laughs> well, yeah. Like I always tell most people, you'll never meet anyone else like me in the rest of your life. <laughs> no, I believe, I believe it. <laughs> hmm, so cool. Yeah. Um, going on an hour here. Uh, I know it's been a fun conversation. Yeah, super fun. Yeah. Nice to meet you and uh, talk about crystals and things. Now, I'd love to have you on for a live, but I know most of the time that we're doing a live, you're doing a live. Yeah, but I can make it work. I've been actually, um, that's so weird to say that. See, this is fate because um, I haven't told Chip yet, but I've rescheduled Fridays to be earlier in the in the day, to be at four o'clock our time. So that'd be seven. So we would be done by like 10 your time. What time do you do lives? Well, they're on Saturday. Oh, Saturday, not Friday. Yeah. We, could, we, could, we do a Friday. Um, but now we should try to do like nine o'clock. Yeah. I can totally make it work. Hooray! By the way, what's with the, uh, when you, greet someone on your page you go crystal crystal <laughs> oh my god that's just because we're weird okay. there's like no because no because when we started um the business um we like i don't know if you ever started a business before where like like you're it's just like you all you think about is the business and so all we were thinking about like all day long is crystals and we like literally like close our eyes and see crystals on the backs of our eyelids. Mm-hmm. Like that's how like obsessed we were in, in the forming of the company. We're shopping for crystals. We're thinking about crystals. We're like everything, crystal, 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 crystal. And then we're walking around the house, crystal, 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 crystal. And so we started saying it and now it's caught on. And that's what we say. It's right. literally because we're insane. Yeah. <laughs> over, over doing it that much. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Now, where can uh, people find you directly? Directly, um, you can find us at startandfamilycrystals.com. On Instagram at startand.family.crystals, and the same on Facebook. Um, And we're at all those places. And one last question How do you record your lives? Without using your hands. Does your phone attach to your forehead? <laughs> it does. It actually attaches to this floating crystal that I know. Um, oh. I have a stand. Oh. From I wish an- it was a, a more fun answer, but I've got a, a cell phone stand. Oh. From the angle, it looks like it's attached to your head. I don't know. It's weird. It's like we're seeing your <laughs> point of view. Yeah, I literally like I put it right here in front of me and like and then I put my hands like all the way around it and then. Yeah. That's how magic. Yeah, if anyone's listening, going, what, what are you talking about? Uh, go on their lives, and you're you know exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I do appreciate you coming on. 
Yeah, thanks for having me. It's super fun. Um, and as always, uh, we'll catch your weirdos in the next one.